Good evening everybody, welcome to Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, the animal podcast for all things Assassin's Creed. In today's episode, I wanted to take a look at Assassin's Creed in the free-to-play genre. Now the free-to-play genre is quite a diverse genre and it's mainly known for mobilistic, heavy microtransaction type games. And it is a market that's kind of hard to get into because you have to find the balance of microtransactions and gameplay and if you put too much microtransactions into it the gameplay can feel pay to win very slow to progress and but a very dampener on the game but a lot of times free-to-play can be effective and prove to be a lot better than AAA games for example games like smite which has turned into a uh, esports league of legends and fortnite these are all free-to-play titles that are quite big. Um, Genshin Impact is a latest addition to the PS4 and mobile free-to-play entry. And that is a very big open-world RPG with gacha mechanics, which can be done for free or with real-world cash. So there is plenty of space for Assassin's Creed. Now, Assassin's Creed has graced our screens, well, our mobile screens in the past with free-to-play games. We've had the pirate spin-off from Black Flag, which has been taken off the digital store, so I don't know much about it, but I have seen it around. We've had companion apps, especially with Unity, which required a lot of solving puzzles, and again, that's been taken offline, so I haven't done much research outside of the wiki and YouTube. And to me, these are more sidestep games. I was thinking Assassin's Creed free-to-play market being more along the lines of Assassin's Creed Rebellion. Now, Assassin's Creed Rebellion has been out for a few years, and it's a fantastic game. Uh, the gameplay mechanics are fun. It's a turn-based style home-building game. It's, it's quite a mashup, if you know what I mean. Um, combat for it is really fun. You know, when you do an area, it's level-based, so it's not just... It's like very linear, but it's not open world. You go into it and you can pick different routes to complete a mission. You can have them stealth, combat. Each character, you know, has different traits for your team. You know, if you've heard of team builders and base defenders, you, base builders, you kind of get the idea of where it's coming from. But this game does a fantastic job of capturing the Assassin's Creed universe and putting it into a free-to-play mobile device. It's very well balanced with the microtransactions, it's a fun game, and it does kind of open the door of what if, you know, what if Assassin's Creed did more? Would it be bad? Would it be good? Or would it just be a big flop? Now, I don't think potentially that it's going to be a flop. Personally, I think free-to-play games are such a huge success when done right. Genshin Impact, again, is a game I saw, heard it was a free-to-play gacha game, and I thought, meh, it's going to be terrible, and it turned out to be fantastic. You know, it's got a really good gameplay, good story, good progression system, very updated, you know, it's fun. Um, I did play Assassin's Creed Rebellion, I've played it quite a bit. There is a bit of an issue, which I want to explore in a minute, and that was fun, you know, it's something that I could see myself playing more of, and it's got me asking, can we have 
more Assassin's Creed games like this. Now, along my research, Assassin's Creed is prominent in the mobile market. Um, another Ubisoft product called Might of Magic um, has Cassandra and Ezio in modes. AFK, AFK Arena, which is an idol launcher, had Ezio. Um, Ubisoft again put Assassin's Creed Ezio in... Oh, I can't remember the game. It was um, Mighty Kingdom, something along that line. Sorry, I, I had the name written down, but it's gone off my script, so I do apologise for that um, mispronunciation of the game. But it's not as if Assassin's Creed isn't a stranger to the mobile no, mobile world, if that's if that's where I'm trying to go with this, but it's just tip of the iceberg. There's a lot of genres in the mobile market that can be explored, from TCG, which is like a trading guy game, so think Gwent, think Pokemon, think Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, Magic, The Gathering, stuff like that. Uh, I was given an article, and this is to heard from a friend, uh, that did explore the possibility that Assassin's Creed was looking at... TCG back in 2014, but it went nowhere. There's um one that's six keys from the Sanskrit six sister server that brought up AR, an augmented reality similar to Pokemon Go. She thought it'd be a brilliant idea to do a Pokemon style game where you go hunt for glyphs in real life and landmarks. And to me, honest, this is fantastic. <laughs> a game where we can explore the open world look for landmarks, do Pokemon Go stuff, but with Assassin's Creed, you know, uh, the rewards, she said, could be XP to law tibbets, like on initiates, in-game goodies, like unlock a random amount of in-game currency and crafting materials, even special weapons or outfits, some basic ideas from Pokemon um, does with hatching eggs based on how much mild, instead of hatching eggs, it could be Rebecca doing animus calculation, so that could be a way of bringing in different characters, you know. Uh, Gwen, not Gwent, The Witcher is doing a Witcher mobile game where uh, essentially it's just like a hack and slash and not much reality. I'm not really into it, but it's just, I'm just trying to say there's potential. Now, I could go on for ages talking about the potential, and this episode could just be 20, 15, 20 minutes of me just saying, yeah, do it. Go on, do it. Because I love free-to-play games. It's something I play all the time, I download and test. But if we're going to be realistic, we have to face the biggest problem head-on. Assassin's Creed can never work in the free-to-play genre if it's too focused on mobile. This is where Assassin's Creed Rebellion is, has had its biggest fault. A fault that makes it... Then, impossible for everyone to enjoy. So what I would like to discuss briefly is some of the very prominent negative feedbacks from mobile games that are going to hinder Assassin's Creed in the free-to-play market. The first one I want to is briefly touch on has always been monetization. If you get too greedy with monetization, you're going to ruin a game. You've got to find a fair balance. Very simple. Money for free to play games is needed, but taking advantage isn't needed. You've got to have something because giving people the choice, they will buy, but giving people the choice to play the game fully without any 
paywalls. People will come back and play more. You kind of generate this idea where if I'm having fun playing the game, I may want to spend money. But if I'm spending days and days grinding and I'm not enjoying it, I'm not going to spend money. So you've got to find the balance of give a lot more to the free players because they'll eventually want to pay because they'll be enjoying how much free content. Assassin's Creed Rebellion has no paywalls from my experience and the game can be played without spending a single cent. But I would like to spend money because it's a good game and I want to pay Ubisoft to developers for making such a good game. I don't feel like I'm hitting a paywall. I know some people may um, object to this and I'm open to any um, conversations about microtransactions and how they are bad for business in free-to-play games. Now, the one problem that I will say is hindering Rebellion and every single free-to-play game out there is the mobile. It seems counterintuitive, I know, but the mobile market is one of the most highly restricted markets out there. That is actually near impossible to make a game for the mobile market that everyone can enjoy. I will bring up Asasuke Rebellion again because I had a phone before it got broke that was about £160 it cost me. And it run Asasuke Rebellion smoothly as anything. No bugs, no crashes. It handled it perfectly. Uh, the phone broke and I upgraded it to a Neverum, which is the same price. I'm on a, um, a Nokia. And this model is probably two years newer than the previous model. And yet, this new phone can't handle Rebellion. It crashes, it freezes, it refuses to open the app. And in this day and age where money is important and phones are racking up to nearly £900, some people out there want a cheaper alternative, something quick, easy, load it up, jump on the subway to text, to call and play games. But with Google and Apple shifting to 64-bit, um, which is something to do with the processor, it's kind of hard for me to understand because I'm not tech savvy. But a lot of cheap market phones don't do 64-bit, meaning to get a, a game onto Apple or Google, it needs to be 64-bit. And let's say they released a game, which is a puzzle game, which was one of the most requested features in the Twitter poll for 64-bit. There will be a lot of people out there who love Assassin's Creed, who are using a cheapish phone because candle, that are restricted. And it's that restriction that means that if they say this puzzle game will have law in it that's canon, then that means then people have to wait till someone plays the game, puts it onto the wikia, or makes a YouTube. It creates another divide that's happening through the transmedia. A lot of stuff happens in transmedia that's canon, and people don't really know it because they don't have the time or money to go and buy the comics. If you start plugging Assassin's mobile games and then start putting lore bits into it, stuff to make it more canon, it kind of defeats the purpose that it's going to be heavily restricted. Some people may not have the time and money to get a phone that can run these apps perfectly. And that is actually the biggest flaw I'm seeing with Assassin's Rebellion. I've got a few friends, I've even spoke to some family members, we've all tested this, and my brother's on a contract, his phone's worth £600, he runs Rebellion and some other new games, smooths anything, he can even pre-register for Diablo Immortal, and yet my phone, which is 
um, £140. Can't run Diablo Immortal. It's my phone can't handle it. And it can't handle Sasuke Rebellion. So this is just trying to show how restricted the mobile market is. It's just it's not a problem for me, so ignore that. But it's not a problem for me, but it's just a problem for, could be a problem for other people. I don't mind not playing Rebellion. I do miss it. But some people may be really into it and and prefer to play free-to-play games than go out and buy the AAA games because it's maybe more convenient for them. There is a way around it, which I know a lot of people may not be interested in or think it's silly, is porting them. Mobile games, free-to-play mobile games, actually have a success on PC and console. And I know that sounds daft, you're playing a mobile game on console? Why? Well, it works. Fallout Shelter is fantastic on a PlayStation 4. Gem of War, which is like a match-free game, works fantastic on console. Idol Champions, which is an idol clicker, works really well on console. So there is a potential to, you know, port the free-to-play titles to console. It is a lot of time and money, and it is a lot of effort that can probably just be ignored. You know, what's the point? If we're making a console game, we'll go AAA disc. But when you look at the success of games like Genshin Impact, which is a big open-world free-to-play game, which has gacha mechanics, which is mobile and console, you can kind of see that, actually, that worked. People enjoy it. People play it really uh, really well, and they enjoy it, and they love the mechanics. Could we do that? And then you ask yourself, which is the next part of this episode, what's the point? It's all good saying that there is a market for it, and it's all good saying there's restrictions, but the next part I want to discuss on the back of why Genshin Impact is good is what's the point of all this? And I would say freedom. Free to play mobile games for any series as big as Assassin's Creed offers a freedom where you can do stuff and like spin offs essentially and not have to worry that. It's not going to be well received because it's not following a certain um, story thread, if that makes sense. So, Assassin's Rebellion is probably a spin off and it has gacha mechanics. You know, you have Altair and Ezio. You know, you're going to have Basim, which is really wish my phone worked so I could play and test Basim. But that worked. You know, it's a unique concept and it's a spin off Assassin's Creed. And now, can you imagine? A game as big as Genshin Impact, which is just a spin-off game, you know, big world, gacha mechanics, you can play different assassins in the world, switch them in and out. Maybe a free-to-play mobile, mobile, free-to-play multiplayer title, which is just similar to the multiplayer in Black Flag, and I think there was one in Brotherhood, but I can't remember because I didn't play much multiplayer, but, or Unity's multiplayer system in a fully-fledged free-to-play game. Instead of just picking everyone just being one Arno, you can pick an assassin from the entire series and do stealth missions with them. You know, it's like a free-to-play little stealth mission game, you know, God forbid, but <laughs> free-to-play Assassin's Creed MMO. It wouldn't really work, but more on co-op and MMO in a future episode is all I'm going to say. But... The idea is, in my eyes, that would be fun. You know, you give this little spin-off. Um, a game series that I think Assassin's Creed would be really fun in is something like XCOM 2, a turn-based real-time strategy game. 
if they said he's a £60 Assassin's Creed 7, which is a turn-based um, game, strategy game, it'd kind of be like, eh, not too interested. Free-to-play title? You know, where I can play it on mobile, play it on console? Kind of a bit more interesting to me, because it's a spin-off that's free, I can dive in, I can test, I can have fun. There's no heavy restrictions. Another one that I think I'm hoping they're going to, because I'm starting to get addicted, Olog. I hope I pronounced that right. Olog is a fantastic minigame in Assassin's Creed, and it has the potential to do what Gwent done. Gwent went free-to-play, outside of Witcher 3, and it worked on console, and it works on mobile. I know they've took down the console server, but I can't remember why. But, you know, you could patch that over. That would be a fun mechanic. You know, it's a free-to-play game, you know, Assassin's Creed Olog, I'll just call it Olog, that everyone can play on all systems. We'd probably have to have cross-play, because if I want to play Olog, I want to play with everyone in the world. Cross-play is the best feature around. But I'm kind of rambling with that idea, but you can see there's a lot of potential. So I do feel this episode has been a bit of a rambling on why I believe Assassin's Creed belongs in the free-to-play market, and I just kind of look at the mobile market as a highly restricted genre. Mobiles themselves range from cheap to super expensive, and not everyone can get super expensive. Assassin's Creed is officially 14, no, 2007, yeah, 14 years old. 14 years old with tons of main game. There's got to be room for spin-offs. And I generally believe that spin-offs will be welcome in the free-to-play market. So if you guys have any thoughts on this, if you want to send me a message my way, if you have any suggestions on free-to-play games, if you have any topics you want to talk about, then please hit me up at Assassin's Creed Let's Talk at gmail.com or Twitter at AC Let's Talk. I would really love to hear your thoughts on Assassin's Creed and the free to play market because it's a bit of a weird one to discuss, but it's always fun to look at what ifs. 14 year old game with tons of mainland games. I really think the Chronicle series would have been really good as side scrolling free to play games on all platforms mobile and console. I think everyone would have enjoyed them. I probably would have downloaded on all platforms and I said to a friend that I wish Assassin's Creed Rebellion was on console. You know, then I could actually play it properly. <laughs> so thank you for joining. Uh, if you'd like to take part in an episode then follow the um, links I just sent you to the email or Twitter. I'm always up for it. As I did allude at the start, uh, near the end, there could be a multiplayer talk along the way because even though I think multiplayer is good in the free-to-play market, I do think Assassin's Creed has heavy potential for multiplayer games. But I will leave you on the thought that I may talk and suggest it. I don't actually think an MMO version of Assassin's Creed could work. I just think it's a fun little thing to discuss and I have more ideas to, to share in the future. So thank you all for listening and I'll see you all next week.